Welcome back, you dirty, filthy, scurvy-infected vermin. I'm Allie. And I'm Athena. Welcome back to the Rat's Nest for our sixth episode where we've currently breached land and there's sand everywhere, in every crevice. You should be worried. You might have typhoid. Welcome back, scurvy salty dogs. In this week's episode of Weird News, it's time to question humanity's purpose on this earth again. So here we go. First story on my desk this week is a business in Minnesota selling a line of self-cleaning underwear. Don't know how that's gonna work when you shart. Here we go. Police in Argentina were mistaken as strippers when they raided a swingers party. Hey, Yeah, hopefully they got some bills slipped their way. <laughs> Another TikTok user has put Gorilla Glue in their hair. That's just about all I can handle about that at this point because... You already saw what happened, fam. And finally, this week's story comes from a woman who called the police, fully convinced there was a snake in her toilet. I don't think you know where this goes. The officers revealed that it was, in fact, human feces. I found some spooky stories for this week. Ooh! My first story is called the Glamis Castle in Scotland. Not glamorous, just Glamis. Oh, I was, I was hoping it would be would get a makeover. Yeah, it's kind of dull, actually. It was originally a hunting lodge where a murder took place, and then in 1372, some idiot decided to build a massive castle right on top of where someone was brutally murdered. Ah, America, all they, of it. They thought it would bring good luck. I'm sorry? They are too. Legend (laughs) says that there was a family that lived there in the 19th century, and they had a horribly disfigured son. As one does. Yeah, everyone in the 1900s. Every family has one. (laughs) Are you the disfigured? Are you the disfigured son? We don't like to. If you can't point him out, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) So they made this kid live in total isolation, and then they buried him in the brick wall. Uh, and there's the ground. It's he's perfectly fine. It's called the Monster of Glamis. I guess they figured the monster. It's already not a glamorous place here in Glamis, so let's bury the disfigured boy in the wall. Then just have, for funsies. Just, just because it's a Tuesday, and I'm sick of Jimmy Do-Gooder, my disfigured son. He stole the Hope Diamond, and he was born with his whole face. Upside down. Like Sneakers O'Toole from Family Guy. Wasn't his face upside down? Thanks for the whiplash. The Hellfire Club in Dublin, Ireland <laughs> was also originally a hunting lodge. It was thought to be the first Masonic lodge in the country. I'm not going to say anything about the Freemasons. And that's all you need to know about the Freemasons. Strange occurrences started happening immediately. Supposedly this happened. Do you want to guess? I, I'm going to give you one guess to why... They built something somewhere, and it was immediately haunted. You wanna? Do you wanna guess? They they built it on top of a cemetery. They built it on top of ancient burial grounds. Oh goody! Not only did they disturb all of the bricks, they used those bricks for the construction no. of the lodge. No. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Listen. And then 
supposedly the location was used for demonic cult rituals and when people had visited there when it was a masonic lodge and since then people get terrible hallucinations hellish nightmares they have intrusive thoughts that make them suicidal and homicidal and they see this ghostly they described it in my research as a gruesome black cat Maybe it's as disfigured as the little boy at the other place. Um, and then a fire broke out. So you think this cursed, terrible Masonic hunting lodge up on a hill in Ireland burnt to the ground. Let's leave it be. Guess what they didn't do? Leave it be. I hate white people. They rebuilt the, they rebuilt <laughs> the same place down the hill a little bit. And guess what? That's haunted too. I... Now people visit there. Well, yeah, because and then get really upset. The ghosts are like, "Man, my house is gone." Oh, there it is. It just moved a little bit, and they walk down the hill. If you look this place up once again, called the Hellfire Club in Dublin, Ireland. If you look it up on Yelp, I can almost Yelp. They have a Yelp. I'm sure they do. The worst chicken nuggets I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> the cat was horribly disfigured. <laughs> Will not eat her again. Could you imagine a one-star Yelp review that's like, "Ugh, Hellfire Club was lame. I came back, and now I have psychosis." <laughs> so upsetting <laughs> so upsetting so um i hope your stories don't involve hunting lodges or disfigurations so wait they bought this land that they knew was a cemetery and they're like hey screw these people let's steal all these bricks because we don't have to pay for the bricks now and we're just gonna take these haunted <laughs> bricks if you reuse bricks you get ghosts don't ever reuse bricks, kids. You're gonna get ghosts. There's a trendy little sound going around that's like, Randall, why are there cows outside? It's a cow farm. It's gonna be cows. Uh, Jimmy, why are there demons outside? It's an ancient burial ground. There's gonna be demons. Yes. You've disturbed the bricks. Don't ever, don't even stare directly at a brick, kids. <laughs> One time I looked at a brick and then I bro broke. broke. And then I broke. A brick a brack. Brick brack? What's brick a brack? It's a snack. Brick Brack is a snack. This was our sponsor. I don't know much about the Freemasons. I just know that they're a secret society. Could you imagine them having a secret society meeting and then the demons coming in and it being this awkward exchange of like, oh, uh, were, were you guys doing a Freemason ritual in here? Yeah, sorry. Can you come back later? Yeah, but the, the souls of the damned really need to scream at exactly this hour when worlds collide. <laughs> I, they're like, the demons come in and they're like, oh, I... You rented out this hall for this time because we rented out this hall for this time. Kind of awkward. And then, yeah, like, guys, like, this is a little... And then the demon cat comes in and just spits something up on the floor, and it's like... <laughs> it spits up a haunted brick. A whole haunted brick. How far away from Ireland is Scotland? It's across a little sea. Well, you know who's coming across the little sea in a little boat? Disfigured monster of Glamis. Screw the Loch Ness Monster. We got the Monster of Glamis. A little boy crawling out of the brick wall in a boat. And he's coming. He's coming to the Hellfire Club. I like, I like the Loch Ness Monster. He's bringing a fruit basket. What did the Loch Ness Monster oh, ever bring me? She's a tax girl, return? She, she's my girlfriend. No. She brought me happiness. The Loch Ness Monster delivers my W-2s every year. She's the reason the IRS exists. Yeah, but she's my girlfriend, so... <laughs> this week in history class, we learned that the, um... Some, like, teenagers listening to this, and they're like, okay, so when my my parents... Take no, notes, kids. When my teacher asks me on the pop quiz, 
the history of the Loch Ness Monster, I write that the IRS was founded by the Loch Ness Monster who is dating Athena who talks on the podcast. Tree Fitty. She just wants... She owes me about Tree Fitty <laughs> and a little disfigured boy swam a sea for me and brought me a fruit basket. The Loch Ness Monster Loch owes me money! <laughs> My first story this week is about Gettysburg. Yes? Oh, some people died. Stop it. Gettysburg. Terrible. Terrible time. (laughs) So, it is estimated that at Gettysburg, 7,500 people died and were quickly buried with no proper rights, and they were left there to be forgotten, essentially. Wow, almost like America in 2021. Right? Mm. <laughs> like, I remember in school, they told us, like, you know, about Gettysburg or whatever, but they didn't tell us, like, the specific facts or, like, all the different, like, importance of, like, the places or where things, you know, what happened <laughs> at places. You're getting on a coach bus. You are taking a weekend trip. You are going to an yeah. historical landmark, and you're not going to learn shit about the place. We did it, though. They drove us around, and then we walked on the field, and they were like, yup, people died. Okay, bye. Let's go. Probably hard Let's to. go get some McDonald's, kids. Like, okay. Here's a free voucher to get some McNuggets. People died here. But no, seriously. <laughs> I remember the tour guide on the bus. He was like, anybody want this bullet we found on the field? Answer a question. And then... You guys had a tour guide? Yeah, he came up on the bus. Okay. I mean, We didn't hire him. I'm a year younger he just, than he just, he just came up on the bus. They were like, hello, man. What did you guys do that the following year we weren't allowed to have a tour guide? They realized that was just some man with a warrant out for his arrest for stealing things from a Gettysburg Museum. Like, he just came up on the bus and he was like, hey, guys... And like, stranger! You get this bullet, and we're like, great! What? And then we went to a local buffet, and then we walked on the field, and then we went to McDonald's. I remember the buffet. That's all I remember. Yeah. The mashed potatoes had hair in it. I think that's how they come. (laughs) Civil War hair. It's authentic. You have to ask for them without Nobody wears hairnets. It's authentic. We can't just send it back to the kitchen. You specifically did not tell us no hair. You should have said hair on the side. Hair of the dog, as some may say. So anyways, a lot of people died. And they were just, like, after, it was a three-day battle. And so I'm assuming, like, whenever they could, they just got the bodies, took them all, to their side, and they just quickly buried them. They didn't even know who most of these people were. So you they're know, just all... There's probably that skeptic guy. The same one that talked about the church grim that was very skeptical. Mm-hmm. And he's standing there with his shirt on, as people do. <laughs> he's got his hands on his hips and his 1994 leather... Not a jacket. Belt. Leather belt. And he goes, Miriam, this is a bunch of fooey. How could this place be haunted? And his, his wife, Miriam's like, well, Richard, thousands of people were buried in the ground in a big heap. Why wouldn't it be haunted? And then a Civil War ghost taps Richard on the shoulder and mm-hmm. goes, it's your time. And he goes, I pay my taxes. <laughs> then the camera pans away and the credits roll. Beautiful. Fade to black. Play the happy song. That was beautiful. I think that was a Hannah Montana song. If we were the Civil War, 
We need to be a movie. I'm sorry. Tell me about the dead people. Uh, there's probably, they dug up as many as they could, you know, to give them proper rights. But I'm pretty sure there's a ton of them just buried throughout. Let's exhume your body that's been disrespected for hundreds of years and just put you in another hole. That'll let your soul rest. Mm. That sure will put you at ease. Nothing's comfy like just taking a nice nap and then somebody just like taking you out of the nap <laughs> and putting you somewhere else to nap. <laughs> I don't want you to wake me up in life and I sure as hell don't want you to wake me up in death. You just leave me wherever I am. Middle of the road, run me over. So on the couch, throw the couch away. Leave me <laughs> where I am. So whenever you fall asleep in my back seat of the car and I swerve and make your head hit the window, I shouldn't do that. Um, I've done that on more than one occasion. As long as you don't ask me if I'm okay, please just leave me there. Okay. okay. I've done that on more than one occasion. I don't think I've told you that. <laughs> Is that where the concussions came from? Anyways, kids. Not only do people die there, but also animals. Because, of course, the horses that they no! rode. Yes. No. Yes. So the horses that they rode were also targets. And some were even trained to whenever, I think it was they heard a cannon fire, they were trained to actually rear on their back legs to take, like, the bullet or shrapnels or whatever for the, their rider. That's great. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the horses are so happy about that. The horse ghosts are arguing with the colonels and they're like, Colonel Mustard and Professor Plum, <laughs> I was your horse in battle. What was that about? I was your horse in battle gets the candlestick. What was that about? <laughs> but it, but nobody can understand what the horse is saying. So it's just a bunch of neighing and you're like, what is wrong with that horse? <laughs> Hey. I was trying to go. <laughs> I can't do it. So, anyways, <laughs> that's the fart. That's just a fart. That's not a. Anyways, horses so because the horses also died there, they, they'll take my shoe off. Horse hooves are also often heard just throughout the town. To be quite honest with you, that sound I can't. Yeah. Also, like just on the battlefield, like people will just be walking like outside at night, as you do at a haunted location, and they'll just hear horses, like the hooves, the neighing, the... <laughs> it's, it's like, what? It's one local that has little horse hooves that he can put his hands in, and he goes out in the middle little of the coconuts. night and goes, <laughs> and just goes, -rum, -rum. he goes, they're gonna love this. -rum, 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 -rum. And he's just cackling in the wind, and he's like, <laughs> stupid people. Beautiful. We love that. We love to see it. Um, you know what? He this is a good career for him. I hope he gets paid for that. He doesn't. Oh well, he has to pay them. I hope he's disturbing the peace. Sir, people died here. He's just galloping away. That's <laughs> 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 his persona. He's, he's a war horse. That's he a very specific. Shows up to the local Gettysburg Civil War reenactment furry convention, but what? he's he's vastly. Please tell me that's real. <laughs> I want to. Better. I want to go to that. <laughs> he's vastly misjudged what a furry is, but he also doesn't understand what a mascot is. He shows up in one of those two-person horse costumes that you see in movies, Stop. but he's he's just the butt 
So it just his butt and his legs are covered by horse. And then you could just see his head. So he kind of looks like a stupid Dollar General centaur. And he's got little hoofs on his hands. And he's like, hey, guys, it's the Gettysburg furry convention. And they're like, Bill, this is the school board meeting. Please get out. And he's like, oh, broom, 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 broom. <laughs> well, you couldn't have a school board meeting without your mascot. <laughs> We're the Gettysburg horse hooves. We've <laughs> been banned from all sports. Sports? The PTA meetings are sports? <laughs> it might as well be. They take muskets to the PTA meetings. It's insanely disrespectful. Speaking of dead bodies, <laughs> since they are all buried very shallowly and quickly, because you in battle, you know, you know how. How hard is it to dig a big hole? You ever dug a hole before? I've dug several. Digging up, um, um, digging. You gotta dig them holes. I'm going to the deepest depths of the bad place. So anyways, after the rain and wind started to unearth the shallow graves of the soldiers, the people of Gettysburg called for proper burials for the fallen because why would you want rotting <laughs> corpses in your backyard? Nobody wants that. <laughs> There's one jerk that's like, why? Why would we use our tax dollars to rebury them? And they're like, Jerry, there's, 40, there's 45 decomposing corpses in my backyard, and you're mad that your tax money is going to bury them? And he's like, eh, there's no dead people in my yard. People need to leave me be. But you don't even live here, Jerry. You just showed up to be angry. I'm from Philadelphia. I'm very lost. I haven't taken my medication in weeks. I need a prostate exam, and I'm angry. There's corpses! There's corpses everywhere. Why wouldn't we want to bury them? That's common sense, right? What do you do if it rains and a bunch of bodies are in your yard? You're going to be a I, little confused. I'd call the police if a bunch of Excuse bodies show me. up in my backyard. <laughs> These people are in my yard. How'd they get there? Well, they're dead. Did you kill them? They were dead when they got here. How did you go to bed alive and wake up dead. dead? How do you turn up missing? <laughs> It's it, so it's not going off the rails. They were never on the rails to begin with. There's no railroad there. Exactly. So, as all these bodies started to be unearthed and did their disgusting decomposed thing, the Gettysburg National Cemetery was founded as a final resting place for the fallen Union soldiers only. It wasn't until like a couple, I believe, days or weeks later that they allowed the Confederates to come and get their fallen. But yeah, they just left all the Confederate people there. They're like, nah. Nah, this is for union. Nah. I'm not gonna voice my opinion on that, and that's my opinion on that. Wow. Yeah. You said so much in so little words. I'm truly a poetic person. So, speaking of Confederates, <clears throat> there's one location. Do we have to? Yes. <laughs> called the Daniel Lady Farm was a Confederate field hospital. Wait. Mm hmm. The Daniel Lady Farm. We grow ladies. So, I they didn't, I thought the name was so weird, and I was like, what? And so, <laughs> apparently, I'm assuming the guy who, like, originally started the farm, his name was Daniel, and his last name was Lady. Nope, it's Daniel Lady's, Lady's farm. farm. Somebody shows up, and they're like, this is not what I thought this was. I thought this was a strip club. Yelp lied to me. He's like, where's the ladies? I'm on the farm. Where's the ladies? Give me the ladies! It's a lady farm. There's gonna be ladies. What if he was like a livestock farmer and he was like, what do you mean? These are my ladies. 
<laughs> These are the ladies. What do you mean? And she's like, well, that's a lot more teats than I was expecting, but I guess I go milk it anyway. Oh. <laughs> if I choke, just leave me here. So anyways, the Daniel Lady Farm, you know, Confederate Field Hospital, because they needed a hospital, I suppose. Objectifying women since day one. <clears throat> well, at this farm, there are still bloodstains from amputated body parts that are present in the woodwork throughout the house. Mm. Like, there's still, if you throw peroxide on it, it's gonna fizz. And if you do, like, the, I think it's UV light, or not UV, um, black light, uh, something. Wait. It, oh my god, what it's called? All the spots glow. Lim not liminal, no. Luminol. Luminol is the stuff that you squirt and... No, luminol is the stuff in blood that makes it glow under UV light. I, it's not important. It, yeah. Either way, um, they use the stuff like the forensic scientists do, and it all glows. It's all blood. All these odd stains that are still present throughout oh, the woodwork Darren, of the house. Darren, I think I'll buy this house. I love the wallpaper. Ma'am, that's all blood. I love the wallpaper. Ma'am, that's blood. <laughs> I said... I love the wallpaper. Like, ma'am, that is a Confederate soldier's blood. Exactly. I love the wallpaper. I love the Confederate soldier's blood on my walls. Oh, Look. There's, there's ghost blood. We're haunted. There's ghost blood on the walls. She has guests over and they're like, wow, your coat rack is like kind of morbid. And she's like, oh, coat rack? Oh, that's just a foot that started to emerge from the wall. <laughs> it's just the house settling. Maybe one day the house will fully give birth. <laughs> oh... <clears throat> Oh, we've probably offended at least eight of our eight listeners at this point. I don't care about Confederates. <laughs> I tried to cover my mouth and it you made a fart sound. <laughs> I wanna I wanna apologize, but I'm not sorry. I don't like Confederates. No, no, I'm not sorry. But not only was it a field hospital, um, they recently brought cadaver dogs onto the property. And they confirmed that there are presences of the graves on the property. So there's multiple graves where I'm assuming if they didn't make it through amputation or whatever they were treating them for, they just buried them How on the property. They just fence off the whole town and never go back. Because like people Centralia. live there. Well, maybe they should stop. It's a revenue. We got to get those monies. Forget being respectful to the dead when capitalism <clears throat> reigns true. That's exactly what they said. Yes. So anyways, and um, all the families in Gettysburg, essentially, they moved to a different part of town where the fighting was not happening, or they just all left town until the crazy was over. And so when this family came back after the battle, they actually found a dead Confederate soldier still upstairs in their house. Like, they what had... What do you mean still upstairs? Like, he was going to leave or something? <laughs> yeah, like, they had got all the most of their debt out when they were being pushed back when they were fleeing but they just they missed one oops he was still left up there. i never liked him anyway well he said he was almost ready and he said i just need to finish putting on my belt he took too long so we left him there and then he died well he was dead when <clears throat> he was putting the belt on <clears throat> you don't want to hear something crazy which no. i saw this and i'm like why didn't they teach us about this this is why George Washington. No. Mm -hmm. Whatever it's going to be, I'm not ready for it. So I actually didn't even write notes on it. I was just thrown back. I was like, what? What? I got whiplash from just reading that. George Washington was at Gettysburg. And I was like, ooh. And I just took screenshots of 
the articles, several articles I'm getting this from. So it's more than one place documented. And I'm like, what? So apparently, <clears throat> George Washington was present at Little Round Top. They said that the Union soldiers saw um, a soldier on a white stallion or ste steed something, like just materialized. He just materialized. And his sword was a flame. That sounds safe. That sounds very safe. And this is, maybe they're hallucinating. Maybe they retired from war. If I, I were hallucinating know. from war, I don't think I'd think up George Washington <laughs> with a flaming sword on a horse. <laughs> I'd no, probably no. think of somebody at the lady farm. If I thought I was going to die, you know. <laughs> but like. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just saying, I said what I said. You know what I'm it's saying? It's so weird, but supposedly several people saw the same thing. I, I don't know. That's good. Regardless, it's a cool story. And is it a demon said, or mass hysteria? We'll never know. <laughs> but they said he was dressed in a union, or not a union, in a uniform of the American Revolution. And he, he just showed up on his horse with his sword flaming. And then he issued the command fix bayonets and charge and the soldiers charge down the hill and it forced the confederates to retreat one of the soldiers looks at george washington's demon ghost and goes daddy chill <laughs> stop <laughs> but you know what's, but like that th that drove the confederates out how do the, you not the, your pants? the if you see anyone with a flaming sword how do you not just <laughs> Just listen. Go. These men have already. It didn't say what day of the battle this it was. It was a Saturday. What day of the battle this was? So it could have been like the last day. Maybe these men were already just so tired. They're like, you know what? What up, George? Yeah, we'll follow your ghostly whims. Why not? They just all lie about a ghost enough to scare the Confederates, and they're like, oh, I don't really want to see a ghost, so I think I'll go back home to my mom. But like, what's weird is that people who still live in Gettysburg, they say on like summer nights, you can still see and hear a figure with a flaming sword on a white horse galloping across the fields. There are everyday things that make us very uneasy and squeamish. So Athena and I have compiled some of these and uh, we're about to rock your world. So I have an unhealthy fear of the shoe bill stork. I don't like the way that he looks like a Muppet and a Sesame Street character, but one that a, a low budget crackhead would think of he looks like he's on crack yeah i'm not gonna lie to you yeah um i have a fear of the cartoon ren and stimpy they, it's just very they look like they'd smell like taco beef and body odor blood yeah 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 i'm afraid of uncrustables and most pickles um, Most pickles. I tried an Uncrustable once, and I was so appalled that when I see them in my home, and redacted boyfriend's like, mm -mm, "Good, I do love this Uncrustable." I just want to go up to him and smack it out of his hand. Um, pickles are cool. Vinegar is so scary. Why does it taste like that? Why does it smell like that? I don't know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me science. I have a fear of the Putu bird. Because it looks like a demon. I don't like its eyes. No, its eyes are black. And like, I, it makes me want to punch it and then run away. You know fear. how humans have this thing where if something is too cute, we feel the urge to crush it yes. because our minds don't understand what yes. cute is? I feel like that's what's wrong with that bird. Because it's black, giant, soulless eyes. 
If it were a plushie, we'd be like, oh my God, look at its giant eyes. If you just had like no. a little spot of white for like a light glare, oh, that'd be so cute. But I don't like it. I feel like I'd still get bad vibes vibes from it and want to punch it in the face. Um, and then my uh, flight response happens. I really don't like the honeycomb guy from the 90s oh. for honeycomb cereal. He would be kind of like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries, but an uh. anthropomorphic, right? Yeah. I, what was he? Was he a hedgehog? I don't know what he... That's the closest I can think of. He'd be like... I think he was just... Honeycomb! I think he was just a crackhead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... Not a fear, but I have a deep hatred for any ketchup that's not Heinz. As you should. Because... <laughs> like, whenever I was younger and I went on vacation to a different country with my family... Um... They didn't serve Heinz ketchup, and we searched the- we got up, and we searched the entire restaurant ourselves for Heinz ketchup, and we found one bottle, You're and we You're rummaging through a closed restaurant, you go into the kitchen, and they're- <laughs> they're speaking in their native tongue, and they're like, what are these people doing? And you're like, ketchup, 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 give me that ketchup, I'm itching for it! So we got a bottle of Heinz, and yeah. You get it shipped from Amazon to the hotel you're staying in? <laughs> Um, I personally hate KFC fries. They are an abomination. If I were to create a cult or religion, the first and only commandment would be don't discuss KFC fries or you're done. I want the wedges. <laughs> they had absolutely no business getting rid of them. This is it the hill so I will die on. Um, you are the king of this hill. I am the king of this hill. And I sell <laughs> KFC wedges and KFC wedges accessories. These fries have... So, like, Heinz ketchup? They're like, we have a special herb blend, 11 herbs and spices. It's Old base seasoning on some freaking French fries. I'm trying so hard to not think of every expletive I could. Shh, it's okay. I'm going to call it's Reba okay. McIntyre and ask her why she dressed up like the colonel. She knew they because were she got away paid my for it. It's okay, If Alec. I got paid Alec. for it, I, would, I have dignity. Alec. I have Alec. integrity. We're going to move on. We're not going to get too upset with that. You know what we're going to get upset about? Back. You know what we're going to get upset about? I have a fear of getting my hands stuck in a Pringles can. <laughs> I have little tiny hands. My hands fit perfectly in a Pringles can. I have no empathy for you, and I want you to suffer. I have small hands, too, but I'm afraid that, like, my hands if, I get it stuck in there, if I get it stuck in there, my, like, brain's not going to be like, oh, pull it off with the other hand. I'm going to be like a cat, and I'm just going to keep walking backwards. Like, why is it not coming off? You start smacking your hand around, and then... Bonk, 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 like a paper off. towel tube all the time. It comes off dramatically. There's crushed up Pringles everywhere. And the I'm dog... just gripping the Pringles, crushing them all out of fear. Like, ah! Your dog looks at you, gets squatted down, and goes, once you pop, you can't stop. And he eats every single Pringle. Like, why can you talk? Um, I also hate the push-along waddle duck. It's a child's toy. It looks like a little what? duck. It has a stick, oh. and it's got little feet, and when you push it, it goes, wah, 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 wah. <gasps> I play with that at Walmart. When I go to Walmart, redacted <laughs> boyfriend grabs one. Even if we're not in the toy section, I could be shopping for uh, mustard, and all I hear is, wah, 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 and he pushes <laughs> it so <laughs> fast, and it is like something from a nightmare. And he's like, look, it's a little duck, and I'm like, I am screaming on the inside and the outside. I've soiled myself, and I have to jump into the meat cooler for safety. Mm. Uh, I also don't trust the vibes that Vera Bradley Paisley print gives me. I don't like your matching lunchbox. I don't like the fact that your purse, your lunch bag, your child's diaper bag, everything is all the same shade of Paisley vomit. 
I don't like it. I don't trust it. I don't know why you would do such a thing. This is almost as bad as the fries, but I'm not going to cry about it. I'm just going to be hashtag triggered. Call me a snowflake. Do it. Go ahead. And we're back to the spooky stuff. <laughs> Was that an old car horn going auga? Those cars are scary to me. Thank you for setting the scene. My next story is called The Hinton Ampner in the United Kingdom. So for this entire story, I'm going to do a terrible British accent. You can't stop me. I am sorry. And um, I'll work through this in therapy next week. That's a lie. Built by a wealthy family in 1970, this large oh, estate was built to replace a haunted home that was there before. Because we see how well that works you can't everywhere be like, else. Hey, this is haunted. Let's tear it down. Let's build the exact same thing right on top of it. If we push it somewhere else and build anew, <laughs> Thanks, nothing bad could ever happen. Let's, let's take bikini bottom and push it somewhere else. <laughs> there were tales from the very beginning of foreign words being spoken in the night and the rattling beneath their feet foreign words like not latin just mamma mia my meatballs just terrible <laughs> racially insensitive italian <laughs> all of the residents that have ever lived there in the old house and the new hinton ampner mm -hmm. had experienced tragic fates not unlike the kennedys see how it all ties together nothing bad ever happens to the kennedys but everything bad happens <laughs> to the residents of the hinton ampner well, they're not candidates. Not anymore. They're not anything. No. Every single resident has experienced the same type of tragedy. Some of them died by fire. One was murdered. But if not by that, tragic things such as falling down the stairs or accidentally ingesting too much of a good thing. <laughs> the last owner died in 1985 and the whole estate was donated to the National Trust. He had no heir, and no one liked him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mood. It has since become a tourist attraction, but those who have spoken with guides of the property claim that tourism has only increased the odd happenings. Decorations have had to be labeled by room so that things don't get misplaced. Besides the usual bumps and groans of a haunted tourist attraction, visitors also claim to turn around after feeling a presence, only to see objects like potted plants or brochures suddenly lying right on the ground behind them. It seems that the spirits want to advertise the property. They say, hey, you see this little brochure? If I haven't scared you enough to skitter in your skivvies, I sure would like to invite you to the dining hall while I could give you, perhaps, tuberculosis. I tested negative this week. I'm good. <laughs> and my final story is Povelia, Italy, which I'm not going to do any more accents wait, because hold on, wait, I'm physically back, in pain. Back, no, I'm taking go, no go feedback. Back. That ghost, they are already... The, the people are already at that house. Why would you give them a brochure for that house? They're already at... Exactly. My knee hurts from slapping it. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> I don't have to make Do you have any sense. more feedback on the, the haunted spooky hint and why, why did they build the house back on the haunted 
location. Like you already knew. You know, I this was not intentional. When I was them building it, was. <laughs> my research. <laughs> all four of my stories have to do with a haunted place where they demolished it and just built something even more haunted on top. They went, you know what? It wasn't enough to be haunted. We want these people to get possessed. You know, for a good time. We're upgrading to a gold membership of spookiness right here. <laughs> the ghosts paid for the premium. <laughs> the ghosts are like, man, I just, I can't get a day off even in death. I gotta go and possess somebody now? Ugh. Stupid Americans. Anyway, <laughs> Pavalia Island in Italy um, is technically supposed to be off limits. There's a lot of people on YouTube that are like, visiting Pavalia, <laughs> will I get arrested? Oh, uh, no. Goofy? You'll probably just get tetanus and die. Uh, this is an island that was originally used for quarantine plague victims. Oh, but that aged well. They, right? People actually became infected and died of the bubonic plague after being forced to quarantine there with no sign of illness. So kind of like how nowadays, if you travel for what reason during a pandemic, who knows, if you were to travel, they would keep you somewhere in isolation for, you know, a quarantine yeah. period. This is what they did. But instead, if you were visiting Italy, they would make you stay on Pavalia Island first. To so quarantine. then you would get You sick. would get the plague okay. and die. Okay, and nice, then, nice. As far as my research led me, they just left everything happen there. So if you died there, they're not cleaning it up. They you, just everything left. that happened on the island is still on the island. I'm confused. Do they like have like a hospital or something there? Yeah. They so they people, it was or? basically like a um like it's it's whole other country. Like this island okay. was like okay quarantine like, plague did victims. They just, did they just free people onto this <laughs> the uninhabited forest. island? Um, no, and I'd like to say that they were human beings uh, with decent compassion for doing that. But unfortunately, it always gets worse. Oh, great. So they had no sign of illness. Um, and then the late the island was later used as a mental hospital, oh, of course, good. where um, harsh and inhumane experiments were done, supposedly to um, better understand the human psyche, but really it was just some sick, twisted doctors that wanted to cut into people's heads with an ice pick. Let's be honest here. Oh, slashers. Yeah, and they were pretty much tortured and left for dead in a vegetative state on the island. So they just left them there. This <clears throat> hospital was running, all this jazz. The island has since sat abandoned uh, since about 1960. Wait, and how, how recent was the medical like somewhere hospital. between the plague and the 1960s <laughs> you want to just fill in those gaps with anything your wow. little heart desired and there were some lobotomies sp sprinkled in oh just just sprinkle, just sprinkle. like hey i'm a little bored jerry i got a break uh you want to go cut into somebody's brain yeah we'll tell them that they're hysterical well they're just a little anxious nah it's the 50s we don't understand what anxiety is we'll cut into their brain and leave them in a wheelchair to die <laughs> oh we laugh because there's pain associated with it we call this a coping mechanism thank you for coming to your therapy session um that'll be twenty five hundred dollars and your insurance covers none of it <laughs> and guess what? If we you don't McDonald's for life, fam. This is America. If you don't pay your health care bill, we'll make sure we re-traumatize you. <laughs> wait, what happens if you go to a therapist you and then at the, the end, wait, wait, and then at the end, you don't have enough money or your insurance is like, now nah, we won't pay for it. Like do, they lock you in a closet and they start screaming at you and say, you are fat. I'm you are say, lazy. Do they, just, do they just bring you back, sit you down and just like,
everything your mother said about you was true. Yeah, did they just do that for like an hour or however long you were there? Like, no. You <laughs> hey, for those of you out there that are properly uh, treated with therapy, because guess what? We're not. Tell us how therapy is. It's very important. Let's not, let's not dilute the series of mental health. But this place was spooky and they did terrible, terrible things. Um, many urban explorers decided this is a place where people died of disease. They died of famine and they were tortured to death. I'm going to visit there for a YouTube video and make about $6. Does that sound good? I mean, what else would you do? Yeah. Obviously, you're a YouTuber. So they consider it basically like a notch on the adventure belt. You know, they're like, oh, cool. You went there, but did you go to Pavalia? I don't think so. And you'll probably have a scar to prove it because they a will scar? more than likely fall ill oh. due to the uh, deteriorating building conditions and the lead paint, as well as oh, a high chance of injury due to unstable structures and exposed metal. I watched a vlog, I want to say two, maybe three years ago, of a YouTuber that I really like. And the way that he filmed it was decent. Um, I do think that he definitely played some things up because, I mean, it's YouTube. It's an entertaining, true, you know, he's, he's going to play things up. But I liked the way that he excessively said, don't come here. We shouldn't even be here. We're doing this for entertainment. We literally couldn't <laughs> get arrested like at any <laughs> point. Um, and then the one guy like trips and a piece of I think it's called rhubarb. I never say that word right. I always uh, say rhubarb. I already I always say rhubarb. <laughs> a piece of rhubarb. <laughs> but yeah, that you know that big rusty pole like yeah, yeah. literally is jutting out of a demolit not demolish but like a a fallen piece of the building yeah. and they trip and almost like rhubarb get in pill rhubarb. It's not a rhubarb. Mm. Vegetables <laughs> aren't getting us. Are they vegetables? Yes. I've literally when never I was seen little, I watched a cartoon where somebody made a rhubarb pie for a divorce party. I think it was Danny Phantom. A this divorce was divorce party. Yeah, like the parent. It was either my life as a teenage robot oh, or wow. Danny Phantom, and they had like a divorce party, and they were like, "I'm making rhubarb pie," and I said something about rhubarb pie, and everyone fruit. in my family was like, "That's inappropriate," and I'm like, "What?" So my life, I grew <laughs> up like, thinking what? that rhubarb pie was something taboo. What? I, there's a lot of things I need to unpack. Um, tell me more about the funeral home. So um, my final story is a little personal one. It's about uh, the funeral home that our family owns and operates by our family. I mean mine, not yours, because you're a loser. You're a loser. You're a loser. Oh, no. <laughs> I have lost many things in life. Yes. You've also lost your family run and operated funeral home. I'm and now only I have one. You stole me business. It's like the Hatfields and the McCoys. Is that what even what they're called? I don't know. Don't touch me thermostat. You stole me business. <laughs> oh no, the dog's sad. I'm sorry. We won't steal any more businesses. It's my business and I need it now. <laughs> Call a JG. 877 die now. No. <laughs> so anyway. The place that this was, um, it actually went back in the day. It actually used to be a doctor's office, and he hmm. used to live upstairs in an apartment. <laughs> so he actually I dropped my like, donut. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did drop your donut. I. It's kind of ironic though that it was a doctor's <laughs> office, and then they were like, "Ah, they're gonna die anyway." So he actually, what's a little janky to me, is in the basement is where he had the operating rooms. 
So, like, I'm assuming, like, the upstairs would just be, like, the normal, like, waiting room and whatever. We put you in the basement if we're cutting you open. Makes it easier that way. <laughs> gonna cut you open in the basement. But, yeah. Um, so, downstairs is where his operating rooms were. And it was several rooms that we now use for other things. Um, and, actually, the most notable thing to happen there was a little boy died on the operating table down in the basement. And, I, um, and from that room, there not, is a shadow figure that originates there. It's not funny anymore. And I'm it, getting scared. It, like, comes up the basement stairs and stops. It never goes onto the main floor. Why have you never told me this before? Because it's traumatizing. <laughs> I tell you traumatizing things all the time. Yeah, but... You're like, I don't want to inflict that on you. Yeah. Thanks, I can't wait to sleep tonight. That's going to be fun. <laughs> well, another fun thing for the basement um, is their jingling keys are heard, like, going up and down the stairs. How do you go from scarring me for life about a little boy's ghost presence coming up the stairs to, oh, there's some boo-boo keys also. <laughs> jingle, jingle. Because it's in the be basement, scared. too. I got the keys. You better be scared. Jingle, jangle. We got boo-boo keys. Anyways. Danny Phantom. I am the box ghost. I am the key ghost. Here's my jingles. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> so, that goes up and down the basement stairs and has also been reported in the hallway um, that leads to the stairs. It's just a really slim hallway that goes literally nowhere but the stairs. We don't know why it's there, but there we go. <clears throat> also about the Makes basement. Sense. Yeah, it does. Um, my grandfather, who was a co-founder of the funeral home, when he died, all of the clocks in the funeral home stopped no. at the exact same time. And we've had to replace And that's every... a common thing with, it, like, paranormal it's... stuff. That is wild. It's so weird. And, like... Every single clock we had to replace in that funeral home because we sent them all to be repaired at several different places. And they'll start for a little bit, but then they all stop again. They never work, no matter what we do. So we all had to get new clocks. Do the new clocks work? Yeah. Okay. They're mostly digital, so. Mm. But, yeah, they all stopped. And we're like... And it's not like we took them to one place and maybe that person just didn't know what they were doing. We took them to several places and they just didn't work. We got new parts for them. They still didn't work. Those clock repair people are probably like, hmm, what am I going to tell them it's ghosts? We're going to keep making them bring it back, <laughs> like, aren't oh, we? Like, oh, they own a yeah. home? They've been, they been no. They've been new. They do be knowing, though, about the haunted clocks. And, like, that's pretty much all I have for the basement. Now, nothing too creepy happens on the main floor there's just occasionally like lights will flicker but i mean it's a really old building so you can like chop that down to probably just being like a wiring problem you can chop that down i'm george washington i'm chopping that tree down i think i think what you're going for is chalk it up to nope but it i down. like chop it down better We're chopping that down i like that's it. a what? bad theory it's getting chopped down chop down that bad theory chop 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 top. chop chop <laughs> Chop top, chop top, cutting up people with my with my hacksaw. Um, I'm a budding rap artist. You hit your kneecap so hard against mine. I didn't even feel it. That's, I legit didn't feel it. That's because I did. Oh no! Hold on, let me just squeeze it real quick. I thought you were gonna be like, let pinch, me smack pinch, it against pinch, there pinch, again. Pinch, 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 pinch. ASMR. Pinch, pinch, pinch. 
If anyone could see the face I was giving her right now, you'd be like, oh my God, you're horribly disfigured. Somebody should bury you in a brick wall. <laughs> Jimmy. Wait, it wasn't Jimmy. Who was it? Timmy? Your funeral home's haunted. It is haunted. <laughs> so, so that's like, you know, the, the basement and the uh, main floor. No, and too crazy happens on the main floor, but upstairs. I the, said what I said. Mm-hmm. So there's upstairs, there's a level of like office building. Office buildings? We have a level of office buildings you upstairs. You inside of a funeral home hey. and there's a whole floor. <laughs> we have several skyscrapers on the second floor. Hey, what's the matter to you? It's New York. <laughs> if we have anyone left, they're gone now. Good. They got to this point and they went, I just, I, I don't like this. I don't, I thought this was going to be a little podcast about mysterious things. And here they are disrespecting the civil war and talking about clocks in a, in a basement of a funeral home. I don't like this podcast. Unsubscribe. I'm leaving a bad review. Where's your manager? We are the managers. Contacts us on like Apple Podcasts. They leave us a one star review. Would like to speak with the podcast manager. I don't understand how they can allow this. And I'm like, hi, it's us with a microphone and a laptop. What do you want from us? No, no, no. They want the they manager, want manager. They want the manager, manager. So we have to do a seance for Steve Jobs. And they're like, he's like, I was sleeping forever. What do you want from me? Anyways, moving on to the funeral home. <clears throat> So uh, I said my grandfather was a uh, co-owner. I offer you my co leg. Co-founder. Oh, thank you for that foot. It's beautiful. I'm going to rest on it. So he was a co-founder. So the other co-founder, who I will not say his name because... Um, <laughs> so in the upstairs apartment, you have the kitchen and then you have a hallway which has the stairs that lead up to the apartment and then across that hallway is like a kind of like a dressing room it's it's really big it's it's like a giant walk-in closet i'm not quite sure why it's there but it has a table with huge mirrors spanning the wall and from the kitchen you can look through like this little window above the stairs to uh see that that mirror and as my aunt was doing the dishes one day at the sink she looked she glanced up and she saw um one of she saw the old owner standing behind her oh, no. but in the mirror oh no 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 yeah no yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and it wasn't like she was afraid because like that's where my grandma lives i spent a lot of days like as a kid in that apartment like just hanging out with my grandma's like playing on the computer or watching talking TV. to ghosts yeah talking to ghosts and like i always felt like there was a presence up there like something was up there i always felt like something was watching me from like <clears throat> like maybe a corner or like the of the wall or something and then i look and there's nothing there but i never felt like i was threatened it didn't feel like malicious it just felt like okay. somebody was there just to watch over i guess the place that they co-founded you know yeah that makes sense so it wasn't Still like kind of spooky though yeah if i saw that i would legit shit my pants but my aunt was like oh herman and just went back to dishes just a silly ghost and you're like um that man's she's like yeah yeah i know i know don't don't worry about it she's I'm like oh i'm just doing the dishes and she just went back to that <laughs> um i'd love to have that amount of mental stability any any amount would be fine i mean oh gosh um but a weird thing 
As opposed to the normal things you've been discussing. This is all normal for me, hunty. <laughs> um, so this is for the, the third floor. So there's the basement. Above the office buildings. Yes, the basement above the office buildings. <laughs> there's the basement, there's the main floor, and okay, it's the second floor. <laughs> where the second floor where all the offices are, and then the third floor is the apartments. So on the second floor. Um I haven't seen or heard anything personally, but I remember when Snowmageddon happened in like 2011 or whatever. Um, my grandma was the only place that had electricity. So my family and our dog, we all stayed up um, in the apartment with my grandma. And all night, the dog was barking at the stairs and growling. She would not stop. Like, it was all night. We couldn't get her to stop. And that dog never barked at anything. We're like, okay. <laughs> You're like, great. That makes me feel safe. But I remember, like, laying in the recliner, and I had my back turned, like, um, facing the stairs, and just closing my eyes and trying my hardest to sleep. Because there was, like, a singing or a humming that sounded like a child that was coming, like, from the stairwell and I don't know if it was the stairwell itself or the second floor and it was just all night it sounded like a child like maybe doing a nursery rhyme and it also sounded like something was running up and down the stairs all night but it wasn't like continuous it was like periodic like they ran out of breath and had to take take a minute and then they ran back up the stairs it was really weird and every time that happened the dog would bark and it's so odd and I remember my sister still had to go to work the next day and she woke up way before me to go to work. And then when I woke up and had breakfast with my parents, I remember being like, hey, so <clears throat> did you guys hear like this last night? And I explained it and, my, and they went, your sister said the exact same thing to us. And I'm like, that's insane. But my sister, she slept in like the giant, um, cause there's not much room in that apartment. So she slept on like a little air mattress in the giant walk-in closet. That's like right by the stairs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, she couldn't get the dog to stop. She's like, I don't know what was going on with that dog. I couldn't get it to stop barking or growling. And she heard the exact same thing, but she was closer to the stairs. And that's so, weird, too, because for you to mention it at a completely separate time from your sister, like... Yeah, we had not seen each other that night. Like, we were all, like, either in the living room or, like, wherever else we could find to lay down to sleep. And it was just... <laughs> That's... It's not like we get up in the middle of the night like, hey, did you guys hear about this? OMG. So it's like... Did you hear a hot goss? I heard a ghost. <laughs> and your sister's like, oh my god, me! Yes, I heard the ghost. Kept <laughs> me up all night. And the dog's like, yes, queen, I heard the ghost too. And we're like, ah, you can talk! <laughs> and that was it. That's my story about the funeral home. That I, I know of all the stories that I've either experienced or I've been told. So there might be more. Those... See, yours scares me the most because everything else we talked about were, you know, international. Not personal. Or, yeah, somewhere else. But and, you see, like... And then you come at me with, with <laughs> the last spooky story of the day telling me something that is... But, like, legit, near you here. have to think, I... I didn't grow up in it, but I grew, like, up around this funeral home. Yeah. I'm used to weird stuff happening. So I just brush it oh. off. I'm like, ah, whatever. And I'm in the busy. same respect, I've had like spooky things happen to where I'm like, oh, this is probably like my great grandfather or like a family member or something. And they're not doing it to haunt me. They might just be like 
making a sound and I don't have to feel scared. So like, that's normal to me. But if you heard my great grandfather moving something, you'd be like, Allison, what is this? They're like, ah, yes, there's a demon in and the house. And if I heard the little boy <laughs> running up the stairs, you'd be like, oh, it's just the funeral home boy. And I'd be like, I am shaking to my core right now. It's just best to ignore that, to be quite honest it's with best you. Best to bury that deep in the recesses of my mind and never dwell on it again. Yeah. yeah I was just so desensitized to it because I kid you not, like we spent Christmases in the apartment in the funeral home. And I remember one year, me and all my cousins got carpet sliders and you know where we went? We went down to the viewing rooms, which it was, it was a holiday. It was Christmas. There's no, there's like no caskets in the viewing rooms. There's nobody there. It's just an empty viewing room. It spans like two giant rooms and we just whoosh, whoosh, carpet sliders. The whole room, we're like, yeah, on Christmas Day. And then the ghost, in the funeral home. The ghost children are also having their own carpet slides and playing <gasps> oh with you guys. God, wait, do you know how wholesome that would be if they actually were? And then, like, all of oh the all the adults look and they're like, this is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. But, like, there were friends. Do you know who else is desensitized to things and grew up near a funeral home during Christmas? The dog? Um, No, it's the cryptid of the week. Oh. This week's cryptid of the week is the Dovar Koo. It's from Irish folklore. Also called an otter dog. It's about five times larger than a river otter with a white pelt, black tipped ears, and a black cross on its back. Hmm, very religious. It killed a woman in the 17th century. That's unfortunate. Hi, I'm Guy Fieri, and join us next week where we're rolling out to Scurvy, Typhoid, and the Rat's Nest Podcast, where we talk about lost cultures and civilizations.